listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It's like, damn, another black body in the streets and the judge let the cop off free. Oh, my mama, that shit weak. They don't care about our race. These niggas get shot. White men get tased. You mean tell me if I'm selling DVDs trying to make a way to eat, they gonna shoot me in my chest and watch a nigga soul leave? That's why I hate the police. And I raised my son too. Baby, we got melanin. That's why we gotta, that's why they wanna hunt you. And I be trying to talk to God, but I don't think the nigga hear me. I just got killed and I ain't been through too, and I ain't been thinking too clearly. Clean, can't even slide at the reason, uh, can't even slide at the reason that he died. We lost, I don't know that name, on the freeway <laughs> drunk driving. I just wish I could hug, tell my nigga that I love him. Uh, I just had a baby girl, now she fitting to grow up thugging. It's hard being black, but I'm happy that I am. Crackers gonna let, tell a nigga ain't shit tell you all niggas ain't shit all right there you go but i'm happy that i'm is i think that's what i'm going to say anyway hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on uh wednesday to end the week for the regular folk uh premium people friday doubleheader uh balls deep nerd off so you guys will see us uh you know you paid your dues we'll be there um assuming the hurricane hasn't flooded us and wiped us out by then i don't know the rules on the hurricane <laughs> everybody seems to be worried but we're prepared our apartment complex put six sandbags by the door uh entrance uh, i was so floor. confused i was like what is happening here so clearly we will be protected from the rain so don't worry about that if you're worried about us you know don't hey if you see us fighting a hurricane you hop in and help the hurricane okay because we're gonna be good we're gonna be all right as kendrick said <laughs> Uh, a lot of trees back here a lot of trees mm-hmm. hopefully they just fall lightly the other way so we'll see uh, uh, um uh, uh. <laughs> got but, a long way for they get to us yep yep uh but you can uh find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy who tells leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser. an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and there are eight days left until the live show and i'm so fucking excited i can't wait Mm -hmm. to be there and to see you guys and to make jokes and to laugh and to have you guys get it and to sing songs with us and win contests and prizes and get all kinds of gimmies at the door and stuff i can't wait it's gonna be so fun um and uh you know it's it's gonna be a live time it's uh like i said 7 p.m uh for you know the regular folk for the um for the people that are vip don't forget get there early we signing shit okay so um we're gonna uh be uh on the uh in the second lobby for the vip people they'll instruct you when you come in and uh you can go upstairs and get stuff signed get a picture with us all that stuff and then uh we'll go down and do the start the live show chris lambert's gonna open up 30 minutes or so uh to to start the show so you guys get listen the price of admission for just chris lambert is a steal come on ain't it though and then after that we're gonna come out and do like about an hour and a half of a podcast um and it's gonna be fun we're gonna play games it's gonna be just like the show but live and yes. uh i can't wait to, for you guys to see what all we have up our sleeves i know i'm so excited if you haven't gotten tickets yet the black guy who tips.com slash live 2018 charlotte north carolina september 20th three days before my birthday come show up hang out have fun we appreciate everybody that does that 
uh we also are going to have a sponsor today shout out our productions has now gone live on brook book crushers the premiere episode is now online you can watch it like and comment on it on youtube go to youtube.com slash shout out production uh with no s or just put in shout out productions in the search bar it'll come up like it share it all that stuff they will even take negative comments and dislikes because youtube counts it the same because it's out there assholes they don't give a fuck Mm-mm. And so assholes are welcome too and is the freest way ever to support a podcast sponsor and that is the absolute truth they ain't asking for nothing but a second of your time um so yeah go check it out youtube.com shout out our productions and uh like book crushers their brand new premiere episode um all right let's get into it guys um the hurricane is coming somebody asked me why is this gonna affect the live show and i'm like how one i don't i can't imagine how it would because we're gonna be at least six seven eight days in front of it but also i have no way of knowing (laughs) like you know what i mean like it shouldn't the hurricane should not make it all the way up here Mm -hmm. um but it's possible it could i mean but at the same time it could make it up here and not have that much of an effect on everything i can make it up here and destroy the city i don't i don't know how these things work we don't get hurricanes in charlotte north carolina very often uh that's kind of the thing so uh i think uh you know the hurricane does like a monster you know but at the same time they hype up every hurricane and you you know what i've never seen a meteorologist say well, this hurricane is not that bad it should be all right like they're gonna be like it's gonna fuck you up so i don't know uh how much more dangerous this is than any other hurricane i know when we had hugo that was a very uh special circumstance yeah um, the hurricane like it was so strong like it hit the land came all the way inland and it actually got stronger when after it hit the inland which like never happens and then like it went back out like it carved a v through north carolina south carolina yep it was. and then it came back in later up the coast like hurricane hugo was a beast but uh i can't speak for what i mean no one knows what a hurricane is gonna do so you just gotta you just gotta um, let it do what it do because here the most they call them for is wind and rain like right. and, you know maybe flooding i know they uh, canceled cms right uh when tomorrow tomorrow and friday for the okay. rest of the week okay and to an extent i understand because well, that must be why no kids was at the basketball court today mm-hmm. okay i was wondering where them little motherfuckers came from go ahead i'm mm-hmm. sorry yeah they canceled uh cms and the biggest uh reason why is because cms covers such a vast area like the area it covers is huge and it's one of those things where uh also some of the schools are actually uh shelters for people coming inland so that's another reason why they cancel school here because you know they're going to have people coming you know in inland from other places and so they wanted some of the schools to be free they got the red cross there and all types of stuff you know they don't want that disrupting the children's day and the last thing they want is uh, children to be in school and something happened and it rains and they have to let them out early and shit like that i know parents i'm not not trying to find i know parents get all up in their feelings about school counseling i completely understand that because it's a fucking inconvenience for you but at the same time you know they had to make a decision early yeah it's weird too because like um the when hurricane hugo hit <clears throat> we actually got the hurricane like it wasn't like the other hurricanes where we get the outer edge of the weather we get some rain and some a little bit of wind like we got that motherfucking hurricane it was over here 
and uh i still remember being hunkered down and we slept in the living room that 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 day uh that night or whatever when it hit and being hunkered down of course the power went out um uh, we were listening to the like analog radio which i wouldn't even fucking begin to know how to find a battery analog radio at this point like yeah, right now back then you used to uh, shit i don't even know if they make them anymore we used the radios with the double d's yeah where do you even get of analog you gotta go to a truck stop to get some shit like that i don't radio think radio shack is out there with the cb radio yeah i don't think you can just pick those up anymore everything's digital and electronic right. and wi-fi and shit pretty pretty sure somebody's broadcasting on that bitch you know somebody's grandpa is broadcasting on that bitch talking about um, i mean there's still radio stations i'm not talking about cb radio i'm talking about an actual radio with dials and buttons and it goes not digital you know what i'm saying yeah wait 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 but you got to move the knob to get the stations yeah like i, I mean i'm sure they still sell them but it's yeah, just they do it's just one of those things where you know uh it's such an old school memory to even think about that mm-hmm. you know now i'll be trying to search for a wi-fi signal or make sure that the at&t tower is up or whatever to to make sure i get my you know get my communication but that yeah. was a different time all them crazy old folks we pick on they're gonna be like mm-hmm, you you joked at me now ain't you glad i bu- i got this lantern grandma nobody knew the power was gonna be out for two weeks okay like all right now you and this goddamn lantern and the other time this wouldn't be useful yeah everybody's talking about how plenty of water and stuff which you know i like i said i get it but i mean that's legitimately worst case scenario for here not that it can't happen but like when it happened with hugo i think our power was out for like the weekend and shit and then it came back and you know my parents had everything in the deep freezer and shit so we end up grilling some some fish or something like that and yeah and, and and it varies because the way our neighborhood was cut up some parts of the neighborhood got power some parts then we was at power for days like yeah so yeah i i know we didn't have power for at least at least a weekend i think i don't remember exactly how long and there were trees that fell in people's yards and stuff mm-hmm. but i mean it you know it they people make it seem like you know it's gonna be a month without power or whatever i don't mm-hmm. know but and then the way people bought water yesterday you would have swore like like i said the zombie apocalypse is coming they cleaned that bitch out and uh i remember uh because my mom my mama old and black so y'all y'all know she got like the deep freezer with shit in there that we probably never gonna eat she had to put all that shit out she was cooking all that shit she was like look i had packed this bitch full of food right before this storm the power went out she's like i'm cooking it anybody that walked down the street my mom was offering them food <laughs> she was like this shit is not spoiled have you ate yeah, I think my, my, my dad grilled all the, like, he had these fish called spot in the fridge and he grilled all that shit up. Um, and that, those spot, those fish are delicious. I don't know what happened to those fish. I don't know. He used to drive up the coast to get them and come back. So I don't know if he still does that. I don't think so, but those fucking fish was amazing. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, if, if it's, if it, if, if it hits heavy, then I mean, there's nothing we can do about it either way, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so we'll see what happens um so i just think it's weird that people still that hurricanes named after women do more damage they do uh traditional women names feminine names if you want to call it that i don't you know i don't right i'm sure there's probably better terms that i don't know yet but you know like just names that people associate with feminine correct um and this one's named florence and so what happens is for some reason and this is so stupid but less people move and prepare when the storm's made after, named after a woman which doesn't 
which is ridiculous yeah they now they now have to mean everybody take that shit seriously yeah which is which makes you think like because some people will say well then just name them all after men you know just fuck it people are stupid don't fight it we're trying to save lives patriarchy sucks but name all the storms dudes and then people just get the fuck out of the way and i and i understand that but i actually think they should name hurricanes after things that everybody fears rather than just say let's name them after men Mm -hmm. you know i say you name them after stuff like hurricane the last two seasons of true blood Mm -hmm. hurricane student loan debt Mm -hmm. hurricane carl lewis singing the national anthem (laughs) hurricane Hurricane. bank overdraft fees come on hurricane credit card bill Mm -hmm. hurricane bills like bill like the man bill no not william Mm -mm. the hurricane bills nigga bills is coming let's go let's get the fuck out of here come on i just feel like that could happen so people start i said this on social twitter and stuff people start adding their own somebody somebody said hurricane we need to talk come on we need to talk (laughs) we need to talk (laughs) that's good that went good uh hurricane hot cone <laughs> come on <laughs> i was like but see some of these someone said hurricane trump but i was like see some of these not gonna save everybody because there's half the country that's stupid not that i don't want to see them drown hurricane hot cone would make my ass move yeah but but white people would be like hurricane trump i'm staying and he gonna help rebuild my house when it's done you know like we need we need to motivate everybody to move okay mm-hmm. we gotta get everybody out so it just uh we gotta come up with terms that you know are gonna scare the shit out of anyone uh yeah i know. mean not unless you got a specific target you know you wanna uh go out the ain't shit niggas be like hurricane baby mama hurricane commitment hurricane child support that'll just come you know, on i'm just saying we're trying to get everybody though everybody hurricane me too you know, right that'll just get all the men out come on uh so i don't know it was just it was good though uh have fun uh i'll say hurricane grapes and potato salad you know oh no (laughs) you got some some people that might stay i don't know Mm. um but uh yeah and also in the path of hurricane florence is potentially uh two at-risk nuclear power plants so i don't know i don't know what an at-risk nuclear power plant is that like at risk youth it's like does it not have a parent <laughs> come on it's on his own does it have a does it have previous records uh on the on the at risk nukes like uh nuclear power plant like what does that mean you know that nuclear power plant really hangs out with a bad crowd i, I hope. know it's unsupervised yeah one with the same design as the fukushima uh plant that uh that like went had a meltdown during i want to say that was a tsunami though but still i mean that don't sound good Mm-mm. um so i don't know man i hope everybody will be okay man you know nuclear power plants sound good until they start talking about natural disasters and shit right then you like godzilla came across like this or something uh-huh. right uh <laughs> yeah following that disaster nuclear federal regulation regulators required all u.s nuclear power plants to perform upgrades to better withstand earthquakes and flooding um after the fukushima japan uh uh explosion uh for their nuclear power plant they had two reactors that exploded and leaked radiation following 2011 oh it was a earthquake and tsunami shit oh double take 
yeah so um i don't know man i hope 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 uh i hope those power plants don't don't get fucked up or whatever Mm-mm. um all right let's see what else is going on in the news yeah they out here glowing and shit oh they finally caught that dude that was accused of serial dating and dashing he would go on dates with women say he had to use the restroom leave leave them with the bill and um it was making the news it was so it was such a big deal like uh, why was calling the police and shit like oh oh because he but he also oh, he probably be like well i got it i'm gonna take care of the bill and just dip on him uh he just be like let me use the restroom real quick or something or they go to the bathroom and he just leave wow and just never come back again mm-hmm. um after being accused of meeting women at restaurants across the los angeles area only to leave them with uh the bill pleaded he pleaded not guilty to charges of theft and extortion his name was paul guadalupe gonzalez oh guess the earnings 45 uh allegedly connected with a string of women through dating apps and websites and invited them out to dinner between may 2016 and this april damn he kept this streak going for a couple years didn't he yeah i'm surprised <coughs> they strung that together as the same person i guess because enough women called and gave the same description they were like hey all these people giving the same description this might be the same person well you have to remember karen this is in the days of the internet so they just show his dating oh. profile and say this uh-huh. is the guy on tinder that i swiped on this picture's right there that makes sense okay okay that makes <clears throat> sense yes 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 so uh yeah he were uh, he would arrange the dates uh at restaurants in pasadena long beach burbank burbank in los angeles where he ordered and consumed food and drinks then disappeared before the bill had been paid eight women told prosecutors they'd footed the bill one of them under the belief that he would pay her back and at least twice the restaurant paid its own check making those businesses victims in the criminal complaint this is interesting this is i did not think about this before we got started but what exactly makes him liable for skipping out on the bill is it that men are supposed to pay the bill is it that anyone going on a date is supposed to play half uh could it, it if this was something that a woman did in a cis hetero like matchup and she did this to men is this still a crime like how does that work i wonder i don't know and who know who knows what he told these women yeah like is there a promise that you make before like i'm gonna pay for dinner and then it's like if i skip out it's against the law or if i just never say that i'm gonna pay for dinner you just happen to assume it and then i dip out is that still illegal i just i don't i i've literally never thought about this until we got on the air just now even though we've covered this case before i actually don't know what the legal precedent is uh, uh, you know in the the restaurant having to pay to foot the bill i don't know how that's a crime that only goes on him because that also would mean whoever showed up showed up prepared to not pay as well you know i don't i don't know it's very interesting damn like this motherfucker gonna have a landmark supreme court case or some shit <laughs> like this shit was funny for two years and then like in 2020 like the ruling that changed dating in america forever <laughs> the guadalupe gonzalez case versus applebee's yeah and the, and the thing is uh like I said, I don't know what the crime is, but 
you know, for a lot of people, they it is more of it invokes anger because yeah. a woman is like, uh, "Bitch, I didn't plan on paying the bill. Now I'm have to come out of my pocket and pay a bill because you a bum ass nigga." Mm-hmm. But it just—I mean, like I said, that's a very patriarchal point of view for it right like that is a very like traditional men pay for the meal women don't um point of view right yeah so like one of them he told them he was gonna pay them back and never did they was like yeah that's funny that she has it like it sounds like her thing is separate than everybody else right because he because but they count charging him with what it's at eight counts so like the other women he did not promise to pay them back and they still ended up in these situations where it's very interesting you know i've also heard women say you know bringing enough money to pay for the food just in case bring enough to pay for your half just in case you don't know how things are gonna go maybe i don't like each other maybe yeah, he's not feeling you maybe he's a broke boy right and you know i know people getting the patriot i can get offended that's why some women like i don't care who you are i'm i will pay for my meal separately mm-hmm. like a, no we two separate checks they and there are men who get offended at that too because patriarchy right. works both ways it's not just right you know one way right and you know men get offended but it's like no 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 you know you run to a situation like this you're like nigga i'm not paying for shit that i didn't consume nor eat yeah uh and and he's um charged with defrauding the women of more than 950 dollars so they're totaling up the meals now the question for me is is that half the value of the meals or is that the whole meal it's i don't know it's a good question you know what i'm saying like what is the assumption of a date legally correct that is a good ass question like i don't know what the fuck i mean maybe this all get thrown out of whatever but it's a it's an excellent question to ask which is as a society are we presuming a on a date what would have happened if there was same sex couples same sex hookups it, we, there was no man woman dynamic it was the same sex or same gender or whatever and one person just fucking goes i'm not fucking i'm out i don't i'm leaving this date i'm dining and dashing uh on you specifically leaving you to foot the bill how does that work in a courtroom you know like if a woman did this to a man and could he legally like sue her be on get her on the news and all this type of shit because because i think we would have a different measure of what was okay in a situation where maybe a woman left for her safety maybe a woman would have left for whatever but then after nine niggas we just be it's just like i think this woman likes free meals but what is the is it still egregious in the society where we look at cishet normative type of shit as men pay for women right and it will also define the definition of of date and dating who pays you know because a lot of people already deal with that anyway so a lot of times when people go out and shit like that like a lot of people don't want to be caught in this they're up front look uh are you gonna pay am i gonna like and people get offended because you act up front about finances before anything happens it's like look i don't want to be shocked or either they suggest a uh, place you go look at the menu but i know we can't go there because i can't afford that so no because if you decide to dip and i don't plan on paying no three hundred dollars a fucking meal nope i'm not eating there yeah and i would actually be legitimately scared if this shit set some type of precedent uh because it could revolutionize and fuck up the dating game for everybody if mm-hmm. if this dude doesn't get, get five, found responsible 
i can't imagine the copycat ass niggas that would exist <laughs> it would change it would change the world motherfuckers would be like you know what i don't like her anyway i'm out everybody gonna be looking at each other hard when it's time to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. now not same time same time now nah, now nah, hold up not not now see how about you use the bathroom after we get the check i don't understand why you gotta why you gotta go right now right you're gonna have people uh as soon as they make they or they might look uh here's my charge card i'm paying my bill right man no pay my bit right now nope right everything else is this niggas my bill is paid in full right i'm just saying man see the post the post waitress is gonna be all caught off guard getting handed cards and shit yeah he was he's been charged with seven counts of extortion two counts of attempted extortion and one count of grand theft all felonies he also faced two misdemeanor counts of defrauding an innkeeper and petty theft Woo! this nigga the king fan of these dates what felonies oh man that is super serious all right well we'll see you know trump this now see this is why it was important when it this was on the ballot okay come on this is on the ballot when this is a supreme court case and justice kavanaugh is the deciding vote come on this was on the. you know he gonna rule dead set against these ladies and be like all women need to be prepared to pay in case a man don't feel like it and it's y'all fault ladies and no you can't get an abortion if he gets you pregnant how about that it was on the ballot and everybody thought it was a joke Mm -mm -mm. yes they did Mm -mm -mm. that's a damn shame but both sides of the same coin huh hillary would never uh yeah this nigga good grief it's gonna be interesting to see what they do they might just dismiss it and just throw it out but like looking like a broke ass a-rod my favorite part is that he look like he probably still he got the money he just gonna go to court and be like man he'll take y'all a little money he gonna act like it's not a big deal (laughs) oh broke ass niggas he'll take your little 950 probably worry about that little change come on so i gotta so i gotta pay for my part of the dinner even if i don't like your ass okay it's not like i tried to fuck <laughs> it's gonna be funny in the courtroom it's gonna be changing gender roles forever and shit women gonna be in there like sir i didn't even get no dick okay first of all right come on i'm, paying. I'm paying for a meal i expect dick and everybody in this courtroom gonna be like but we all say if you say that the other way it's fucked up you don't owe his dick just because you spent i spent the money didn't i <laughs> the shoe changes boy when it's on a different foot boy, everything changes come on i know if i'm paying two for 20 at applebee's i'm expecting some dick your honor okay so i don't know what he thought he had fucked up over here but i'm gonna need ten dollars back on my two for 20 plus tax and i tip so i'm gonna need all that back i'm gonna need at least thirteen dollars back because this nigga got, got me fucked up shit i get i beat your honor okay i fucks and he knew this when we went out when he swiped right he knew he was signing up to come off of that dick look at him sitting over there on that dick your honor that's my dick okay uh, me uh, and every uh, other lady my all my co my co-defendants or whatever my, all my fellow uh class action lawsuit partners deserve some of that dick your honor and he look at them eyes them pretty eyes he gonna come up off of this 
Oh man. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> be good. That's all it takes to change people's entire all you have to do is switch the genders on some shit That's and most it. people lose their fucking mind. They sure do. <laughs> anyway, um it's sad, but it's the truth. Publicly funded drive in sex booths where prostitutes work legally in Zurich are held as a great success legal sex booths where customers take their cars and drive in to meet prostitutes have been deemed a resounding success by city officials in zurich switzerland the booths which look like garages celebrate their fifth anniversary on sunday after 52 percent of zurich citizens voted in favor of the local government spending two million dollars on sex boxes in 2012 <clears throat> prostitution has been legal in switzerland since the 1940s and the booths opened up in 2013 before this most sex workers stayed on the city's riverfront but many moved following complaints from locals over traffic and noise the legal areas help in uh preventing human trafficking and violent attacks against sex workers most of whom are eastern european the government spends eight hundred thousand dollars a year to uh maintain the booths which includes security and on-site social services wow the sex workers pay taxes have regular health checks and are healthier overall right this is the shit that when people say we shouldn't legalize prostitution these are the things where i'm like but this has actually happened in places so we actually do have evidence that you can legalize sex uh work and it actually make it less uh dangerous for people and in the long run you end up actually spending less money Mm mm-hmm People don't fail to realize that you end up literally spending less money actually making more because now you don't have to worry about pimps. Now you don't have to worry about finding dead prostitutes in the streets because, you know, they're monitored and shit like that versus them being somewhat unregulated. You can't monitor them. Uh, you can't monitor their johns. Uh, and like you ain't got to know, you know, quote unquote the names, but at least if something happened, it'd be on film or something like that. Well, so, they will have the names. They'll have the right, names, right, right, you're because, need, the booths, right. because it's gonna be legal, so you're gonna need government ID and shit to get in the game. I mean, the game is still gonna be the game, you know. Um, the the other thing though, I would throw out there on this pimping, um, that uh, that that may, the reason it might not come to fruition in like a United States other than you know puritanical shit and all that blah 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 Mm -hmm. um we always say well you're not making money off of prostitution if you're not taxing this shit but you are the tax is jail right the court system police so you're making fines like they're making money off of it here they're just not making it they're just making it and it's and it's more dangerous for the people undertaking it there's more likelihood that you'll get robbed if you're a giant there's more likelihood that you can get killed if you're a sex worker right there's sex trafficking it's there's dangerous for everybody involved it's all underground shit mm-hmm. so you make it so that it is deadly when it doesn't have to be and here you have a a country that went yeah that that argument makes sense you know and you can't really listen to these puritanical religious motherfuckers that think oh the morality of this if we, if we let this happen your priest fuck kids fuck you okay and they do it for free and they get away with it i don't give a fuck about your moral hierarchy when it comes to this shit let's make a practical discussion a practical decision like we should in america we should be able to make a practical decision not involving your fucking god it just it should not even have to come up like you feel uncomfortable with get used to feeling uncomfortable dog 
you should feel uncomfortable i feel uncomfortable when y'all get to run shit so now you know but th- yeah I, that's the only real argument i've heard against this shit is these either the 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 false like the lies where they're just like it actually makes it more dangerous and they don't have any numbers to back it up or even worse the 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 moral arguments and i'm like church as an institution cannot ever judge anybody's sex work period you guys are have been abusive whenever you've been in too much power and you don't and you do not prosecute or let the people get in trouble that that abuse people and that includes people that abuse children you can get the fuck out my face but um yeah man i think this is a good idea though um once customers arrive oh like many drive-ins motorbikes and bicycles are allowed but those on foot aren't pedestrians are told to go to another part of the city once the customers arrive one of the uh right because this is strictly for vehicles right Mm -hmm. right right nope nope i'm don't blame them it's like the drive-through get your ass out drive through on your two feet uh one of the 20 it's a drive through (laughs) one of the 24 women work and agree uh, to a price and go to the booth which is not monitored but has an emergency alarm for safety nadine schuster a spokesperson for the zurich government told the usa today the area was effective in preventing violence against sex workers and human trafficking so there you go man for all the people this can't work and this is gonna be the worst and if we legalize it then what then everybody's gonna be doing it and all this shit but well, we have a working example here and it didn't happen that way right the uh the johns are healthier you try to probably reduce stds you force people to wear condoms you force safer sex like it's just overall a fucking safer environment and on top of that you show you actually care about your citizens mm-hmm. um because just because like a citizen can be a sex worker right you know that's not the end of the world either you know um rap music video fuck the police isn't protected free speech uh pennsylvania supreme court rules a rap music video filled with a specific and violent threats against two pittsburgh cops is a protected free speech against u.s constitution uh pennsylvania supreme court you ruled tuesday that decision set in an opinion by chief justice thomas g sailor sounds a sour note for one of the song's authors jamal knox who was convicted of making terroristic threats and witness intimidation knox and rashi beasley that's the race wrote the song fuck the police after the two officers mentioned in the lyrics arrested them on drug and weapon charges in april 2012 knox and beasley were awaiting trial on those charges when the music video was posted on youtube oh wow knox whose real name is mayhem mall uh wait i mean rap name is mayhem mall appealed to the supreme court after the state superior court upheld his convictions by an allegheny county judge on the threat and intimidation charges he was backed in his appeal by several civilian uh, civil rights groups including the aclu and defender association of philadelphia sailor cited lyrics of knox's tune in reaching the decision that it isn't protective free speech in particular the chief justice mentioned the line let's kill these cops because they don't do us no good the video mentions the officers who arrested knox and beasley in the drug and weapons case by name and contains not so veiled threats to them sailor noted one verse mentions murdering the officers in their homes okay yeah i i i I try to have my people's backs but this is a lot 
this this is kind of a lot i know police are public figures and public officers and shit but making a song that isn't like it goes beyond fuck the police to fuck officer ramirez and jones that's kind of a lot that's yeah i don't know that that's a free speech issue like that does seem like a threat i I mean can can we be and you can, you can still say fuck the police but it's one of those things where you specifically called them out by name so that's the problem yeah because i know i would feel threatened if a nigga was like bash nine two three seven eight i'm gonna fuck you up or whatever i'd be like hey 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 cuz um no no we're not doing that <laughs> like you know like i feel like if i was the in the studio and they was recording this track i'd be like hey hey guys can i stop you right there for a second i, I don't mean to fuck up the flow but um do you really have to put his home address in there do you really are you sure you wanna because that seems like it's gonna cross some lines that we probably are not prepared and you know you preparing with. to go to court i mean come on my niggas like did you have to put you know his children's schools and ages and and grades and uh, did you did you have to say (laughs) and we're gonna shoot little Susie down in fourth grade to kennedy like oh oh, yeah see that's a lot that's a lot let's take that line out let's dial it back nobody listened to that and was like whoa 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 can we edit this like yeah "Mm -hmm." are we sure that nah nigga leave it in okay yeah i mean i mean that can't go on and be a hit song you know what i mean like i've listened to a lot of rap i pretty much listen to rap almost exclusively sometimes and uh i still haven't heard a song where you just i've not heard a song like this that you could just get away with this Mm -hmm. y'all know other people been busted by basically rapping about the crime like Nicki minaj won't even say uh cardi b's name on her songs i can't imagine her giving out like somebody address or some shit you know uh but yeah um (laughs) one of the named officers cited in the song as the reason he left the pittsburgh force and moved from the area sailor noted he noted a special security detail was assigned to the other officer when police learned of the video sailor rejected claims by knox that his supporter and his supporters that the song constituted artistic expression and opinion shielded by the first amendment the chief justice instead found that speech which threatens unlawful violence can sub- subject the speaker to criminal sanction threats of violence fall outside the first amendment protective scope yeah i agree and i and honestly i don't really see how you can disagree because i mean it's the same shit people got mad at alex jones for and and universally at least from the people i know agree that he had to get the fuck off the internet and stop getting a platform because he was up there like threatening people that kids died in sandy hook and shit and um putting their public information and doxing people and all this shit and letting people threaten them and urging people to threaten them and stuff i can see how a court would be like nah we really don't have a choice here you can't do this like and what precedents are we setting for any level of music if we allow you to get in the booth and threaten somebody i mean we're saying a police officer in this case but what if it was like a a politician or just like a someone that you know worked for the fucking i don't know water department or whatever you'd be like we can kill i'm gonna kill this nigga you know and if he and god forbid the person fucking uh do it that's a whole nother level of shit where it's like uh hold up player what you doing lyrics of Knox's song are both threatening and highly personal to the victims they do not merely address grievances about police community relations or generalized animosity towards the police rather they primarily portray violence toward the police ostensibly due to the officer's interference with Knox and Beasley's criminal activities 
and his court extended uh if his court extended the free speech shield to knox's rap video we would in effect be interpreting the constitution to provide blanket protection for threats however severe so long as they are expressed within the musical style yeah yeah plus like for all the people that might be you know against that ruling imagine a motherfucker put a rock song out and start threatening like activists and shit you know and i'm gonna kill so-and-so and this activist and these people we'd be like yeah you can't that's not okay to put in a song and this nigga need to go to jail because he might do it so anyway i get it but that, that was interesting that they brought that to court um let's see what else happened um netflix's to all the boys i've loved before actor blasted on twitter after racist tweet surfaces Mm-mm-mm. this is the this is just the way it, it goes now okay i've never seen it i heard you talking about it on you and bossy mm, this too much mm-hmm. yeah i'm not talking about the specific movie but when i say this is the way it goes i mean you get famous you get a little notoriety you had that first big break and it's time to go to the twitter machine to see what the fuck you done said yeah they cool they no matter if you was back. 10 i don't care that you was 10 nigga you said that shit in 1985 and it's time uh or 2010 netflix released to all the boys i love before last friday and while some viewers found the movie to be funny and charming others criticized it after one of its actors offensive tweets surfaced uh someone put thread time to air <laughs> i'm sorry that should be funny by itself but uh, as a twitter aficionado anytime somebody put that thread as the first word or something oh my god you know they about to try to go all the way off come on they're gonna leak them up together and you click on one you see the whole story yeah but it's also like this such self-importance the only thing more self-important than thread is thread one out of slash 25 yes i love them too <laughs> like oh they about to spill all the tea <laughs> that's take that's they i move. go grab my popcorn oh man um thread time to air some dirty laundry with to all the boys i love before at netflix has a lot to answer for at jenny Han sure knows how to pick her act as well i guess jenny Han is the director or something Mm-hmm. israel bound at israel broussard is an actor in the movie the name broussard who says dogs can sense uh, the same broussard says dogs can sense earthquakes too bad japan ate them all and then they have a link to the archive uh, which i assume is like an archive picture of or archive tweets since all these tweets is in the library of congress now um london based seb underscore paradise called out netflix and series author jenny Hahn for casting 22 year old actor israel brassard now what is reasonable to know as a casting director person is this now a new thing where because one of the things i throw in there is this tweet is not readily problematic in the fact that i mean if i hired a firm to say hey can you check this guy's tweets before we hire him they're gonna look for nigger different you know racial slurs mm-hmm. homophobic slurs right they might not catch this and no and i, I mean it's kind of reasonable that nobody would catch it you know in general um no offense to you know other than the people that spend all time on social media looking for this kind of shit yeah a lot of them stay wokes jenny Hahn, who directed this movie it seems or wrote this movie i guess wrote this movie 
might not have even selected this author because she she wrote the book author of the number one so did she direct the movie too or did she just write the book you know what i mean and you're blaming her um another thing she follows 666 people on twitter there's a chance she ain't see this shit guarantee i'd almost say the chances she did see whatever this specific tweet was is very low right she doing shit right um but yeah it's that's it's just super wild um uh, yeah, a lot of times people hold you accountable when you're like hey how was i supposed to know that yeah it's just yeah like it's it's like if you want to blame him for saying it i almost get that I understand, now i understand that because i mean now the tweet's from july 2011 so you're talking about what was that seven years ago this guy's 22 so you're talking about a 15 year old um making this inappropriate joke um that should stop him from being cast in a movie for the rest of his life um or whatever that's i don't know uh and it only had one retweet so it's like how did you even find this you must have been the one retweet you was you was calming this motherfucker broke my heart um but yeah um uh instead of offering condolences broussard chose to racially insult japanese people by saying um this just shows how much he values asians seb said in another tweet so basically saying yeah he said dogs can sense earthquakes too bad japan ate them all that's after um the that must have been after the tsunami or earthquake in japan and he was like and they're like look at what he said and i'm like yeah that's that is terrible mm-hmm. that is also you know 2011 um but it's kind of par for the course now this is what people do um uh and then someone else of course we already know this uh someone said seriously israel bizarre's like likes are the biggest pro-gun pro-trump pro-bin fucking shapiro anti-muslims black and women mess so they went through his likes on twitter to find what he likes as well oh they had the time who the fuck is gonna invest this much time in an up-and-coming star uh you also he also called out netflix and Han for forcing the asian community support an absolute perversion of a film so then he also said that he don't they don't like the film he don't like the film as well um so it's not the first time brassard has been blasted for his social media presence the actor appeared in to post anti-black lives matter tweets and support for donald trump in 2016 hashtags don't fucking matter but all lives do black lives matter white lives matter police lives matter other netizens in the community share Seb's sentiments about to all the boys I'll ever love before um uh I don't even know if these share the sentiment though this don't seem to be about these tweets at all no Asian women don't always have to date Asian men nor do Asian women always have to date white men it's almost as if this topic is much more complex hashtag to all the boys I love before seriously can't believe the main character to all the boys i love before is named laura jean jenny really wanted to write a romance for a white girl but had to make her asian in order to for it to be a self-insert fiction yes this don't have nothing to do with these tweets what god damn man journalism is not really journalism anymore Mm-mm. it's really like i'm gonna just look up this hashtag and throw these in there too Mm-mm. they seem to be upset 
anyway though um that is interesting man i i don't know that that's enough to like bring that dude down or to stop that franchise or get him fired or whatever nobody gets canceled um yeah i mean yeah i mean it's not saying it would end his career but like i could see if it was offensive enough them being like we don't want this dude in a sequel to it because they're, they're making more, another one of these movies this is apparently going to be like a series of movies so i can see them if if they really thought what he said was fucked up being like yeah your ass gotta go like if he would have said that today they probably would be like yeah you, you can't be in the sequel i can understand that you yes know? but i doubt that they're going to be able to hold some of 2011 against that dude um no matter how fucked up that was when he was 15 so agreed but yeah that was interesting um also it's just crazy that that's par for the course now it really is somebody makes it to a new platform and got come through all the old things they ever said to get them canceled yep that's the thing about the digital footprint yeah and of course he has an apology as his you know as his head like number one tweet you know pinned right now is the, i'm sorry for the things i I don't know to me it's almost like getting tired where because it's not that i feel like he's not sorry or whatever the fuck it's just it's 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 such a predictable thing everyone's just kind of playing that part in the dance we bring up the old shit you gotta apologize for it nothing really happens we move on to the next project every time your name comes up someone brings up that one old tweet and this is probably the most uh stretch i've ever seen because it's one tweet you know normally yeah, I mean, it's a series it's like hey right. you did this multiple times right normally when you want to say somebody's fucked up it's like oh this motherfucker used you know used to make all these same jokes or something anyway i thought that was interesting um what is the necking game schools warn about a potential potentially dangerous prank as the school year begins across the country some students are excited to get back to classes and seeing their friends but others have some concerns about a game that's become popular among some age groups necking or the necking game is a rising trend among school students that involves slapping one another on the base of the neck one boy a fifth grade student at forkner elementary school in fresno california said when a student hit him as part of the game he felt pressure hitting his head the student robbie seizure was waiting for his mother to pick him up from school when another student slapped him on the back of the neck the game involves exactly what happened to robbie slapping another child on the base of the neck and then running away while the slappings are potentially da- particularly dangerous for the kids it can lead to other injuries and if it's done with enough force it could cause some health concerns do you know what your kids are up to at school hmm robbie's mom expressed concern for kf uh, to kfsn that the slap could cause kids to fall for or get injured in another way as a result of the slap she was angered at the lack of communications from the school about the game the school reportedly sent an audio call to families last week about the game games that have potentially dangerous outcomes are nothing new among children and teens sometimes the challenges in the games they play can have severe consequences and they bring up some other games like the cinnamon challenge and all that shit um karen you ever played the necking game no i don't play that don't be touching me that's right because girls don't play this game normally in school i grew up with the necking game we called it slaps though and people would slap somebody in the back of the neck normally after a fresh haircut Mm -hmm. the the worst time to get hit in the back of the head oh my god i'm not ready for this no what are you doing don't play this um and then also yeah, most time that shit done by little boys like normally mm-hmm. this is not shit that girls do 
and it hurts like the dickens i won't lie it stings um but the thing i was gonna say and then we had rubs which you also that's when you stick your hand on the back of someone's neck and then you rub it really hard um then the friction from the the rub stings a lot oh yeah yeah because that's how boys play mm-hmm. we hurt each other that's fun mm-hmm. i actually saw one of the worst beat downs of my life happen over the uh the slap slaps right because that shit ain't <laughs> you putting your hands on people you never know how people are going to respond yeah escalated you yeah you don't touch people that you know surprised brought more brawls didn't break out it escalated because there were slaps and this dude got his back of his head slapped and he chased these dudes down the hallway and then those dudes turned and beat him up and then he fought another one of them by when they were by themselves later and then in his neighborhood he got jumped so it's like all this violence happened off of fucking slaps like this shit is some old hatfields and mccoy shit off a goddamn stupid ass game right just keep your hands to your fucking selves yeah I mean, and also it's like we're getting so old that the shit is just coming back around. Mm-hmm. Like, what's it gonna be next? Uh, we're gonna be pulling people bra straps and snapping them. You know? Now nah, you want to start a brawl? Do that bullshit. Ponytail, uh, tugging. Yeah, people think that shit is funny. That shit ain't motherfucking funny. Let yeah. me let me grab some up and nip your balls and let them smack and let's see how you feel about that bullshit. Don't okay. do that after the show. Don't 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 threaten me with a good time. Okay, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't supposed to be telling our secret. That hurts. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let's move into something else. <laughs> <laughs> that was enough, guys. That was enough. <laughs> um all right let's see about our other segments how about fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles make us feel fucked with the wheel side point scores from 0 to 100 and intervals of 25. Today's contestants, everybody. Yay. All right. Let's talk about who's been fucking with us. So, um, that cop that shot the black man in his apartment, there's some more updates. Okay. Uh, the attorney for the family um, has revealed there may have been a connection you know we've been wondering all this time what the fuck could the connection be you know is there more there's one reason i want to talk about it right away because you want to let things develop before you just start assuming shit people calling it premeditated murder saying they were dating all these things but um the lawyer said the only connection we've been able to make so far is that she was his immediate downstairs neighbor and there were noise complaints from the immediate downstairs neighbor about whoever was upstairs and that would have been both of them in in fact there was noise complaints that very day about upstairs activity in Botham's apartment Botham received a phone call about noise coming from his apartment from the downstairs neighbor so i mean i'm not saying open and shut case or nothing but that does lend some level of motive possible to what uh could have happened to where people feel like hey um 
it, it's kind of a coincidence this dude well you thought he was making too much noise and you knocked on his door according to some witnesses yelled to be let inside and then shot him you know maybe it could it could it be something to do with that i don't know i guess my biggest thing how did you get his phone number uh to get your neighbor's phone number i mean i i don't know yeah don't nobody got my phone our phone number how did you what you doing calling me why didn't the people in the apartment complex come give me a fucking phone call who is you mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know how you got I, yeah i don't i wouldn't necessarily know how you get that number anyway maybe you call it to the front desk or something I, I don't know it could be a lot of stuff but you know or they might have those intercom systems it sounds like they were in the one with a parking okay, deck okay 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 so and that, that okay your, and, and that makes sense but even even with the leasing number, they wouldn't give your phone number out like they would probably call on your behalf you say that but we're not police officers that's true she may have made them give because that, that's my thing it's like how did you get my that's my thing if it ran through them that's one thing but if you just got my phone number off of you being a police officer that's a problem what the i didn't commit no crime why you fucking have my telephone number now in addition to that uh pictures and stuff of her family and uh and her you know have surfaced and people are saying there's some white supremacist overtones of some of these some of these pictures um relatives of the dallas police officer who killed botham john said tuesday that they aren't racist despite social media chatter about photos of them specifically internet sleuths shout out to black black twitter csi mm-hmm. uh uh internet sleuths have pointed to three photos of officer amber geiger and her family as possible uh indications that they have white supremacist inclination geiger who is white is now at the center of the national outrage over white officers shooting unarmed black men geiger shot john who is black in his apartment last week after she mistook his apartment for her own exactly one floor below after the shooting social media users noted photos of geiger's brother-in-law noah garza making hand gestures that some believe might symbolize white power yeah he's holding up the okay signal thing one of them's upside down and one of them's the right way up kind of now the thing is supposedly that was the 69th birthday of like their uh grandfather or something so you could also make a you know argument that that's a six and a nine Mm, okay although they appear to be kind of backwards right because nine would be the one down and it's like he's holding them backwards to me unless that photo's been doctored that 69 looks upside down right anybody else in the chat see what i'm saying or am i tripping yeah i do yeah because the six would be right size up and up and the nine will be at the bottom yeah because like if i'm drawing a six it's actually like this you know like that's the six Mm -hmm. and then the nine would be the one that was down like that so i don't know how he got he came to the conclusion that that looked like a six and a nine that that does not look like a six that looks like a 96 if that also the six is backwards yeah i don't know maybe he's just stupid but that shit don't look like no 69 <laughs> you know in my tripping chat room um i mean maybe if the pick is reversed it's a 69 possibly even that's kind of a little bit of a stretch um but that was one of the excuses um the family members declined to discuss the shooting you know of course uh the dudes her brother said my last name is garza i'm a mexican uh i don't care what about your nationality i don't care about the color of your skin we all bleed red now um 
looking at the picture he's definitely a white passing latino if he's latino so it ain't exactly right like you being mexican and and being affiliated with whiteness not necessarily two things that are mutually exclusive come on um but you know the adl the uh i think anti-defamation league um were saying that um they don't think there's uh any white supremacist intention here so you know then they had one where they were holding up him and his friends were doing like middle fingers west coast it looked like he was holding up an l or something like that um i i i don't know how that one would necessarily be um racist to be honest i don't know what that symbol supposed to mean i have no idea yeah um so that that one seems like a reach now then there's this picture here the third photo is geiger's mother in a white t-shirt that says all lives matter now see that one that one that one right there that's the one where i'm like we all know what all lives matter means correct and it don't mean no damn all lives matter we all Mm -hmm. know what that means because you didn't exist until black lives matter right and you don't and you you don't wear that shirt when somebody else gets killed y'all y'all know when y'all wear that shirt it's not like y'all wear that shirt and show up at the black lives matter rally and go because we all lives matter that's why i'm here right i'm just gonna wear these shirts to everywhere like it's an anti-black lives matter shirt of course um so that one was the one where i was like yeah okay i don't think that you know that proves that doesn't mean what you think it means so um but yeah zero to a hundred oh that's always gonna be a hundred yeah yeah um i mean i just get the updates as you update me but still where are her pictures with um where are her pictures with her black friend that's the problem girl you need some black friends to give cover to your racism nra spokesperson says botham john uh should have been a licensed gun owner and the outcome might be different and i believe it's that detestable woman dana loach that said this um yep it was so she's a permanent hundred for me who is she she's a spokesperson for the nra she's uh the woman that says stuff like uh the media is using white women's tears after these school shootings and that she tried to make herself sound woke but really she didn't mean it in the way of like because black women tears matter too it was Mm -hmm. none of the tears matter stop we just want our guns right so she get a hundred from me all the time uh what about you oh yeah give fuck he had a gun or not she still could have shot him and killed him with the gun like what the fuck i don't know why you think just because everybody got a gun don't mean people don't ain't gonna still get get shot and die right Uh, yeah also like if they have the gun in the way that they claim sensible responsible gun owners should have so it's locked in the safe the bullets are separate from the gun right like (laughs) if someone busts in my house with a gun i'm dead like i don't need like how's a gun gonna stop (laughs) me oh boy and also just another way to blame black people for their deaths because the nra don't even want black people to have guns they didn't give a fuck about philando castle who had who literally did have a permit and a gun and was killed with the gun on them and they were silent so they is i don't believe for a second if he was a licensed gun owner that they would have had his back they would have said the police did the right thing or they would have stayed silent like they do 
because that shit is not for black people oh no no the right to own guns no no nah, it's for white people some white people shit in america and black people with guns just get laws passed to keep people from having guns devin windsor says she relates to problems women class of is in session be the dorm oh, hero with clorox toilet wand oh, which kills 99.9 percent of germs and cleans faster than kill all them germs toilet wine no she said toilet wand oh yeah oh with clorox toilet wine Ooh, the, from the prison straight from the prison uh devin windsor says she relates to problems women of color face because she's blonde There's a little bit of drama between friends and within the industry and just basically nine models who have built their careers and are independent, just kind of sorting their way through the modeling industry, which can be uh, this crazy like cutthroat and a lot sometimes, but with your squad, uh, This video seems more like, like a promotion for the thing. That's not the video I want to show y'all. Um, so apparently this is a TV show that they're on um or something or somebody's of course yeah it's called model squad it's an e-series uh on you know the e-channel mm-hmm. and uh it's all these victoria's secret models that they follow around like reality show or whatever and they were having a discussion uh some of the models of color talking about how you know difficult it is to be a woman of color in a game like before there was not like there were no plus girls they there were no like girls of color yeah. you guys what's, what's going on what are you talking about yeah what are you talking about diversity 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 i used to get bullied because of my skin color i wasn't going to be able to do high fashion a lot of black girls would have to miss milan because they won't be able to walk in in the shows because they don't want girls of that color. I know it's super hard to relate to. I literally went through hell and and literally lived in different countries like every other month and didn't speak that language, didn't speak Paris, didn't speak yeah. Italian. And didn't I did speak that for like Paris. I don't think you can relate to the turmoils of being different. Do you know how hard it is to be blonde? I have to get a highlight every month. <laughs> you know how <laughs> Oh my god, small violin. Highlight her hair. <laughs> she said that. And apparently she don't speak Paris. <laughs> That's good I don't speak Paris. that is the dumbest fucking thing i've ever heard in my life how is that possible someone can be that fucking stupid and she don't even sound like she's a natural blonde she says she got to get highlights every month so is your hair even really that cover color Mm-mm. what the fuck don't speak paris what because that is fucking hilarious i don't speak paris she really do you know how hard it is what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it 
I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Oh my God. I award you no points. Another model, Olivia Copio, suggested Windsor comments were taken out of context and misconstrued to manufacture drama, but Windsor eventually realized the error of ways. She posted that apology on Sunday. Uh, <laughs> apology on Sunday saying that her comments really came across as incredibly insensitive. I want to apologize for what I said. It goes without saying that the comments on the show are incredibly insensitive. The majority of the conversation was edited, and if a peer of mine wanted to discuss such a serious subject, I would never follow it with a joke. I have an immense amount of respect for my peers. I know the struggle of diversity and inclusion in my business as well as in so many others uh, is not one to take lightly. I made a comment in jest to infuse levity and I feel terrible that I've hurt others. I, I'm even more disappointed that my comments could lead anyone to believe that I have a prejudicial bias. I respect, honor, and admire all those breaking barriers and working to forge a new and inclusive community both in and outside of modeling. And I'm sorry I don't speak Paris, okay? <laughs> Zero to a hundred, Karen. A hundred. Yeah, I think that's a hundred. And also, that was stupid. Now, actually, no, 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 no. I take it back. I'm gonna go with seventy-five. Cause there is a chance, and I'd even go to say, probably a greater than likely chance that they did edit that conversation to make it look like she said that shit right after those girls said that other shit in the middle of it, and like cut them off with it or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's a chance that that's like there's a chance and i'm gonna give her 25 off there's a chance they edited it for maximum drama and made it seem like her comment was 100 percent serious and and they weren't joking it and maybe that is just good editing to get some conflict but there's that chance is not enough for me to say she like just didn't don't just just don't say shit like that you know that they can do that they can edit the show it wasn't getting laughs it didn't appear even as it's coming out of your mouth people weren't laughing you had a deadpan delivery that didn't seem like a joke i i don't know so that was pretty terrible um all right uh oh and lastly brad pitt built homes in katrina remember that mm-hmm. uh after katrina i mean in new orleans after katrina um and it was a big deal because it's like yo brad pitt is building homes for these people and fucking george bush can't even come down here and give money and rebuild people's lives but uh brad pitt can i remember seeing something about it on like hbo i don't know if it was vice or something but they like covered it i think it was like a documentary or something mm-hmm. well the people who live in those homes are saying that those homes are trash now oh that's not good they're falling apart and they're suing wow yep yep uh apparently make it right was uh the the um is uh i guess a company that put the homes together or something yeah there's a company uh, the mission was to build 150 well-designed green affordable homes in the lower ninth ward the area hardest hit by katrina as of 2016 the group reported spending 26.8 million dollars building 109 homes fueling the most visible recovery effort in the area still reeling from the storm but allen and 11 other residents who spoke with nbc news 10 of them on the record say that many of the make it right homes are rotting and dangerous they complain of mold and collapsing structures electric electrical fires and gas leaks 
shit yeah those last two you don't want to combine they say the houses were built too quickly with low quality materials and that the designs didn't take into account new orleans humid rainy climate this has been years of ongoing lies and broken promises alan said in a recent interview in which she detailed making rights pledges and failures to repair her home as the problems worsened the organization's the organization has all but disappeared make it right hasn't built a home filed tax forms or updated its website since 2015 wow the downtown new orleans office has been closed the staff has been cut to a handful and residents say their calls go unreturned while pit ordered inspections for the homes in 2016 according to spokesperson residents say they're still waiting for the results for much needed repairs linda jackson a longtime resident and founder of the lower ninth war homeowners association a group that advocates affordable home ownership and resident driven redevelopment said that the majority of making rights homes are now vacant it just is it's just not working out she said some residents of states quiet about the struggles out of loyalty to brad pitt who brought attention to the to the need to rebuild while others have been silenced by non-disclosure agreements that pitt's foundation required them to sign in exchange for settlements or repairs so if you want to hey this thing is fucked up well if you want us to fix it i'm gonna need to sign this nda so you don't tell people to build some shitty houses but residents are growing increasingly frustrated and vocal last week two residents sued pitt and make it right accusing the organization of breach of contract and fraud for selling them defectively and improperly constructed homes spokesperson for pitt uh declined to comment on the lawsuit but released the following statement to pit on pitt's behalf in response we began an extensive review of homes just after the 10th anniversary of katrina thanks to the dedication of the mir team we have been coordinating repairs of homes experiencing problems since early 2018 and i have total faith in our team on the ground to see this through i made a promise to the folks of the lower ninth to help them rebuild is a promise i intend to keep mega rights corporation headquarters and last known board members did not return calls for comment damn so i don't know man that that a hundred i guess i'm fucked with mm-hmm. and you talking about people that's very vulnerable you know yeah and i guess i didn't even think about it but yeah it's like their humidity is worse than our humidity here we get humid but they get really humid and so uh, I didn't even think about that. When you make homes, you probably do have to make homes. You have to consider condensation and all types of shit from the heat and humidity and the shit in the air. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's just a fraction. Who knows about the mold and mildew and shit that probably, you know, comes in the home if shit's not getting ventilated properly. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Um. I guess we can do a little bit of uh, taking out the trash um let me play that and turn the volume down a little bit Camille Cosby is back in the news. Remember last time we talked about her? Her and her family were, quote unquote, distancing distancing themselves from Bill Cosby and talking about they are trying to take all the money from him. And I mm-hmm. said that's probably a legal maneuver because Camille has had his back every step of the way. 
this is not a victim she is complicit um she has defended him at every turn after the verdict she said he wasn't guilty but for the purposes of getting you know protecting the money and putting it in her name and the kids and shit she was like we don't even talk to him we have no interaction with him um you know trying to protect his estate well she's now saying her husband needs a new trial she's not letting her husband's guilty verdict go and says this trial was unfair because the judge had a bad history of one of the key witnesses in the case camille told the blast bill cosby was not afforded an impartial judge and he did not receive a fair trial she claims judge stephen t o'neill had a bitter long-standing feud with one of the key witnesses in the case back in 2006 former da of Montgomery, in montgomery county pennsylvania bruce castor testified under oath saying he decided not to prosecute cosby because he felt sexual assault charges weren't strong enough for a case according to the blast camille claims judge o'neill refused to believe the sworn testimony of castor because the two were running against each other for district attorney in 1999 and both played dirty in their campaign which resulted in o'neill's loss in addition camille says while the two were campaigning o'neill was romantically involved with a female assistant while married to his estranged wife castor somehow found out about the affair and invited the woman to a debate to support him this caused o'neill to become embarrassed and in turn he performed poorly at the debate and then withdrew from the race the two politicians traumatic past is what made o'neill decide not to dismiss the lawsuit against cosby camille says the public should have known about judge o'neill's bias before rulings were made and that the judge let his own personal feelings override mr cosby's right to a fair trial camille now wants the judge to reveal his alleged biases towards castor and to correct the horrible injustice done to mr kazi into our system of justice kazi's legal team has also filed documents to reconsider the recusal of judge o'neill kazi 81 is set to appear in court later this month for sentencing he faces up to 10 years for three separate felony sexual assault charges he is currently on house arrest like i said she's part of the problem she is a a staunch defender of that dude it doesn't matter that 60 women said her husband is a rapist she's like i was upstairs asleep and but also he didn't do it you know so um not surprised uh les moon vest stepped down at cbs uh that dude was the ceo and he only stepped down because more women brought sexual assault and harassment case uh allegations against him so a piece already was published where there was a uh women that came out we talked about that a few weeks ago and they were like oh he's embattled he's they're gonna have talks and meetings well six more women came out and now he's finally stepped down and by the way they were gonna buy him out like they were giving him a golden parachute to leave but first time but these rich rich white men are so fucking powerful that they're basically like i ain't leaving Karen's doing a lot of head nodding over there. So just Ag- I know that she is listening and agrees. Agreed. And that's it. the same thing to do for Papa John's did. They was like, you can go. He was like, I ain't going nowhere. They was like, we gotta get him out of here. Somebody catch him saying nigga. Right. It's 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 crazy that But somebody put out the call. Somebody put out a call that was like, Hey, anybody else get harassed? If you did, come on out. It's crazy that they were able to they were going to ride it out. Right, right. A lot of times it has to do with pride and ego and you know i'm a rich white man nobody can tell me what to do well also the me too movement shit the whole boogeyman stuff that they try to demagogue it with it's not real 
they Mm -hmm. say that shit is so scary but they don't act like it's scary when people are scared of something they act like they're scared of something yes they do the me too movement don't have people scared because when shit like this firstly is announced it's well these women wanted it well we need to look into it let's see more people come through people keep acting like every man is just getting fucking tarred and feathered in the center of town and they're not and they're losing their careers and and they're and they're getting strung up and and it's like every time people overreact that way at the accusations and then in the final result when nothing happens to the dude they never come back and go oh well maybe i'm tripping the me too movement doesn't really seem to be destroying people's lives right but whenever it's a man they like they always start with that the key word is a man they like chris hardwick oh no it's destroying people's lives it's been two months chris hardwick's back on the job nothing fucking happened nothing nothing happened so are you still gonna tell me that it's destroying people's lives and something's wrong with the movement and it's not fair right. he'll be in comic-con next year you sound just like people when they go black people saying these cops is racist and killing people that's destroying these cops lives like well i don't know i think killing people should destroy your life i think being a sexual assaulter should destroy your life it should it doesn't no, but it, it does should not. and we're still just talking about nothing a uh, criminal happening to this dude we're talking about a dude literally stepping down from one of the most powerful jobs yeah a lot of people that like for the fact that it was bought up isn't that punishment enough no bitch and the other problem is these motherfuckers be going after uh they be trying to egg my man um ronan farrow and ronan farrow the dude that brought down weinstein he don't play that shit he stay with the receipts and he keep extra receipts on deck when he know the first receipts ain't gonna go through like these are not the problems you want people talk to that dude and he ain't scared to type it and he go on tv do all the interviews and everything but he always lines up his he lines his shit up like okay then mm-hmm. well how about this story then okay well what about this story at some point y'all gonna get embarrassed of me telling y'all business and they go we don't want this dude working here so y'all pick because i guarantee he had six more ready he to was go. like i i got enough i got more stories if you need them yeah because we talking about serial abusers we're not talking about these one-off right he said she said this isn't some date rape shit no no i got documentations i got papers i got uber records do you need the hotel rooms and the numbers bitch yeah not that um the anything is less than the other but i'm saying when he starts talking about shit he's lined it up these aren't rumors and speculation he has talked to people on the record he has people's names he has dates locations times it's been vetted it's been verified so when people come at him haphazardly on some like well i just don't understand why the fuck they out here destroying these men's lives over rumors he's like but it ain't rumors here's the days here's the receipts here's the exact allegations here's the time sheet (laughs) right um so yeah it's it's i mean they and people went on the record with it so cbs uh basically started negotiating his departure and he stepped down you know i go into details about some of them but i mean you either believe the people or you don't at this Uh, point correct but we're talking about physical sexual assault talking about violence as far as like intimidation pushing people up against walls and shit not to mention you know career harassment he was um supposedly tried to basically destroy Janet Jackson's career mm-hmm. after the Super Bowl because she didn't everybody apologize. was saying that shit wasn't right y'all was like she, they basically y'all stripped up from every fucking thing yeah if I was Justin Timberlake I would have came out and been like so can y'all please forgive me because see I apologize and cried to this man 
to get my career back uh and you see how petty he is i mean i didn't know he was gonna just i know janet wasn't gonna gonna cry like i did i i, I think it's his fault really i thought janet career was gonna be okay i didn't know mm-hmm. he was gonna do that that's what he need to come out and say Mm-mm. i know black people ain't gonna forgive him no matter what Mm-mm. but that's what sure, i would say oh no like i kind of feel bad for him getting caught up in the game now like he didn't come he didn't want the smoke and then and we have vilified this nigga forever since <laughs> he just yep. didn't want no smoke he was like i just want dancing and have cornrows i didn't sign up for none of this activism shit right uh shout out to janet for not kissing his ass though yep and she's still touring and still making records and still making money and doesn't have a baby and then she just living her best life and his wife was um part of like his mouthpiece because she's a television host and she was going on tv saying shit about um about janet jackson that would have only been able to come from lance from from less so and they like synced it up with like these are the accounts of what he said that you know and then here's his wife on tv saying this stuff as fact like nobody else had only there's only one person's account of this that would know this information and it's his right because nobody else is even speaking or saying anything about it yeah julie chan is her name yeah it's this it's some deep shit man and there's other if it was jan if he thought he could do it to janet you know there were other women right if he thought he could do it to janet there were definitely other women period yeah who knows how many women's careers he destroyed how many Mm -hmm. women we will never find out and a lot of times when you're serial like this how many women that have died and took that shit to the grave we will never even know their names and weinstein was a person that was similar with the whole i'm gonna destroy your career if you because that's the threat right if you say something i'm gonna destroy your career so now and and carried out the threat on certain people that were just like whatever happened to so-and-so well i harvey told me she was hard to work with and so i just didn't cast her i didn't want no problems right she was great for the road she fit next thing you know nope time's up wants cbs to donate 120 million dollars from his severance to sexual harassment groups time's up be about it people say what they want to about time's up man them motherfuckers be about it like dog like yeah they hope you fucked up like everybody thought they were gonna fade away on some like well you know we did the emmy season and this it's been a year uh, that was the movement but me too is over like time's up is still out here like we want them checks run the money right and we out here trying to do shit and help people right they write checks to to different charities and organizations that help fight and it's not just hollywood shit like Mm-mm. stuff like farms and 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 is the industries that are rampant with sexual harassment like the service industry like they are on top of shit and they are not simply concerned about the high glamour and glitz of white hollywood starlets like people said they would be right. and they, they continue to do work you know because the thing about me too it is not only the rich white women it is actually everybody mm-hmm you know no matter how quote-unquote glamorous or non-glamorous your job is but shout out to those hollywood people for putting their fucking using the capital that they do have of their fame to then siphon the money to people that don't have that right and they get criticized for that and i don't understand how else is this money fucking supposed to flow i still remember jealous ass petty motherfuckers sitting on twitter Mm -hmm. shitting shitting on the emmys and the red carpet for having those activists up there with them 
yes as sir. if one many of those activists wouldn't have taken the same fucking opportunity to go there and promote their charities and to promote their causes and to speak on the red carpet to the world and say hey this is what we need help with two wouldn't have worked with alongside these women to help funnel resources to people who need them ridiculous to think that they wouldn't lies liars every last fucking one of them i'd say it to their face but then the other thing was they also were like this is some surface level shit it won't matter they won't do the work well it's been now it's been a year you know it's been it's been a while and they ain't disappeared they still ain't disappeared it's almost as if they meant what they said when they were like we're gonna let these women run the activism wing of it we will be the face of hey give some money to this hey we're uh, you know me i'm viola davis okay you know me i'm famous um y'all need to give money hey we're gonna put pressure we're a collection of actresses we're gonna use our power together to put pressure on cbs and say don't give that motherfucker 120 million dollars severance how about you give that money to women who need that shit like the women that he fucking harassed and got away with that y'all would protect y'all protecting him come on like nobody want to come back and be like oh i was wrong about this you know that's that internet shit that's that that fake ass you know me like <laughs> that's that fake ass outrage culture of i was i was mad about this shit when it happened i said it wasn't gonna be shit well you turned out to be wrong and nobody's around to go yeah this is actually good work yeah yeah I hope this happens yeah, they're not gonna apologize that's you know a lot of people when it comes to things like that a lot of people truth be told just me just observing the internet a lot of people just always angry when it ain't them period yeah if it ain't them if the spotlight ain't on them if they're not talking about their charity or their causes what they're doing even if it's a brilliant idea and they can know it's a brilliant idea they will still shit on it because their buddy pal best friend cousin didn't come up with the idea so it's you ain't shit your mom ain't shit and nothing you can do ain't shit because i am not participating in and this they, particular event the thing that kills me is they're never around for this part there's like this is why i can't fuck with people because accountability is also being like i was wrong be just as fucking loud dog keep the same energy of they not gonna do shit as you have for this which is okay well apparently it's been a couple years i was wrong oh no no you, they, they they really are about this life and they're working and they're helping people no you, you'll never get that because uh a lot of times we like i said before we live in a world where people don't apologize we live in a world where my bad don't exist particularly online mm-hmm. in real life it's a completely different story but so you know some of them people carry that same energy offline they right, just don't true. apologize period you know uh but on the internet you'll never get i'm a, you'll never get my bad you know i didn't mean it like that misunderstanding you will never 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 uh get that even if proven wrong you will still never get that and think about this the industries that they're helping as much as people talk about helping women of color women of color service industry women of color in those farms you know like migrant workers and shit like man anyway a lot of brown people are benefiting and 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 the thing about it sometimes i sit and i look at people that are in circles and things like that and the way some of them fuss and argue particularly with with the times up thing is like are you really about your movement you know Mm -hmm. i I begin to not trying to find a question your motives are are you really about your movement because the thing is when you're in certain fields the movement is bigger than you the movement is bigger than your pride is bigger than your ego is is bigger than you so a lot of times you have to look beyond yourself and go 
who is actually benefiting from this who is actually uh, 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 who are we touching? Who are we reaching? You know, what are the good things that are going to come out of this that are bigger than me and how I feel right now? Um, but you know, people are human and people are flawed, but at the same time, it's very hard to get people to put themselves to the side and think of the bigger picture. And it begins to make me question a lot of, um, people that are out there doing this work it makes me begin to question your purpose and your cause of what you're doing and i begin to say you know when it's time for me to give up my ducats and my money to certain causes because you know i do contribute to things i don't say much about it but we do give to things i second guess people and i go to other people who i really see what they do online because as much as people complain and fuss and woke and clap back and, and, and get at each other, people are watching you. People watch you. They watch you not apologize. They watch you show your ass. They watch you fall out with other activists. People watch these things, you know. And um, like I said, it, it, it just made me question and reevaluate a lot of things. Like I said, if the people that the Time's Up would have invited you, you to put on your finest, flew out there and did just like these women did. Yeah, and... and- you know the other thing is times up be coming for for resources they come for checks which is one of the reasons i like them because when they news pop up it'd be like so-and-so fucked up what about the money <laughs> like because honestly you're not gonna get criminal justice in most of these cases and that's also a completely different avenue something that they necessarily aren't responsible for or can even pursue but um what about civil justice what about these motherfucking checks because what about the the ocean is littered with the bodies of the survivors of these people and their careers that's the shit that doesn't get talked about is we talk about the potential of these powerful men what are we gonna do without louis ck what are we gonna do if there's no aziza sorry what are we gonna do if there's no uh you pick the men chris harwick we have to protect these men we have to protect these men they're they're geniuses they're so smart they're so great so brilliant we need them well, what about the bodies of the people they've destroyed to be who they are you know what about like none of those actresses that bill cosby assaulted were gonna ever be shit none of them or is it that they aren't shit because bill cosby had to make sure that their career stayed not shit in order to make sure that his uh his assaults stayed not shit you know what i'm saying like i'm gonna make sure your career doesn't get above a certain point to where you present some level of threat to me with your uh power in the industry and the same thing with weinstein the same thing with this dude like there's a there's a level of and and maybe i shouldn't have thrown harwick and aziz in the same conversation necessarily because i understand it was uh it, it was a different type of fucked up shit they did right but but i'm just saying these dudes that are serial abusers like let's move ass um and whatnot that control the industry and have pull they are specifically making sure these people's careers get sidetracked they are and so what what is the cost to that what is the cost of my potential what is the cost of several women's potential for each of these men you're talking about millions of dollars you literally are talking about millions of dollars so to me it's not that far-fetched for them to be like where's the money yeah 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 y'all committed yeah, justice we're not gonna get justice yeah yeah so, yeah, okay. yeah nice nice statement y'all released y'all have zero tolerance for for this even though you clearly had a lot of tolerance and we're trying not to fire this man and cover it up well i'll tell you what'll make me go away 
what it make me go away right you 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 want to you want to make me feel like you did something right give me the motherfucking money you were gonna give him and we're gonna give it to women that actually need support because you know what else uh sexual assault and sexual harassment and workplace discrimination does it costs you money it costs you money to be sexually assaulted Come it costs on. you money to be discriminated against in a workplace because if i want to fight this shit i gotta go to court i'm probably going to lose my job companies fire people for fighting these things mm-hmm. my career potential earnings go down the drain because i become known as a malcontent as a non-conformist as a person that does, goes against the grain too much so now i don't want to fucking have uh jennifer jones or whatever from this uh this person from cbs who you know left cbs because she said let's move ass grabbed her ass well you know what i don't want her over here at nbc she calls too many waves well now how the fuck do i measure that how do i measure my potential earnings gone because you because you called somebody and said don't hire me because you want to stick your dick down my throat fuck you you know so i'll it, it, anyway it's just it's 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 super ridiculous um that shit is that way and i'm glad times out is out here running people pockets run your run their motherfucking pockets i have no sympathy Mm -mm. for these companies or these men Mm -mm. um uh terry cruz the guy who um assaulted him adam vinnett uh they have settled the lawsuit and um he is exiting the uh agency adam vinnett is leaving so that's that's a victory you know mm-hmm. um something that you know I, I i'm sure him being a man played a big part in that mm-hmm. uh you know no, that doesn't belittle terry cruz what happened to him or the work i'm sure he'd be the first person to tell you but uh absolutely positive and proud that you know he stuck it out persevered even though he got clowned by a lot of people's faves and shit i'm glad he stuck it out man all right going to part two real quick we're at the break but uh yeah good for terry cruz agreed um these people are um these like th- that was another dude that um uh, i'm talking about um adam vennett adam vennett was another person they tried to protect like the this like this is the system in place is somebody does something like this and the system first thing is they do is they wrap their arms around the person and go you can't touch this person like we don't want to be seen as as selling this guy out not you the person who was assaulted but this employee of ours we have to right. make sure that you know what do you have like russell simmons emailed him to tell him hey terry chill out mm-hmm. and all the shit I, I think um he even got uh not brought back or he ended up yeah he didn't get brought back on the um expendables newest movie even though he was a big part of that franchise he didn't get brought back because i think the producer or somebody told him like hey um you need to let this case go if you want to come back so here's a system that even when the victim was a man they were more concerned about protecting the system that keeps in place men being able to be abusive to people that are less powerful than them correct that's why me too was a threat to a lot of people because it just gives an idea it, it, it's not reality at all Mm-mm. it gives the idea that what if we had a world where we believe the people that were quote unquote not powerful as much as we believe the people that were powerful and that by itself is fucking scary to people even though it hasn't actually changed much yet 
nope and it's also the thing is a lot of times uh because of patriarchy uh a lot of times that's why you have a lot of people that have formed a lot of opinions about a lot of people doing shit that's not related to them because they think well if this was to happen to me odds are it will not happen to you if you ain't out here grabbing women's asses touching them uh raping them all that shit if you ain't out here doing it you will be just fine Mm-hmm. but just for the fact that it quote unquote might or may happen makes a lot of men panic even though they know that that you know odds are nobody's going to accuse them of anything mm-hmm. and this man this agent was adam sandler's agent diane keaton eddie murphy kevin james rob lowe sean levy steve martin sylvester Stallone, and vince vaughn's agent as well as brett reitner and dustin hoffman and those, and those last two names are facing sexual misconduct allegations of their own. Come on, but but it's a it is a victory though um, that that dude was forced to step down, even right. though it's, it's a very small victory. Because like I said, we're not talking about guys going to jail, Mm-mm. right? We're not talking about when, actual justice. And when people kill me, when they act like well, justice and times, but nobody's been going to jail. What what is this? time has been served bullshit i put myself in time out and come back when i feel like it so everybody is just supposed to act like the shit never happened right uh sterling k brown offers support for predator co-star olivia munn uh so olivia munn um and i'm probably sure we'll talk about this more on the nerd off since it happened in the predator movie okay but uh she had to fight to get a cut scene from the newest the newest predator movie removed so it's not in the actual finished movie but it was a street harassment scene where she's jogging and some dudes in a van like you know like hey sweet tits or whatever right Mm -hmm. well the actor who plays the part of the street harasser is friends with the director shane black shane black hired this dude um as a like to help out his friend according to him well this dude is a convicted um sex offender um or sexual predator i guess um and um she was made aware of this and was like what the fuck you can't just have me on the set with someone like that you can't have a person like that on the set without informing people and this is very unprofessional and uh and stream and especially in the auspices of what this scene is about kind of fucked up and so the studio had the scene removed but first thing they did was be like why you want to make us think about this maybe the movie's coming out this might tank the movie people might not go see it now we should probably just keep this on the low and she was like fuck that shit start talking to the press she's talking to the press at her film at these film festivals they have going on right now doing the press run her male co-stars are like uh yeah i'm not talking about this or i'm leaving one of them even left the press like the you know they do the um the pressers and they have like a couple people from the cast and they they sit down and they talk you know it's like a poster in the background and they talk to like somebody from the media and they get to ask like four questions or so you know you see it on like extra all the time Mm -hmm. so they did one of those and she had a male co-star there with her and when that shit came up he got up and left you know and the thing like that that pisses you off because shit like that is the reason why you got the me too movement Mm -hmm. because 
uh motherfucking male egos are so goddamn fragile and you to let this been some shit that happened to them or some shit that they felt passionate about motherfuckers have lost their mind if they looked over there and their female co-workers got up and walked away because of some shit that they didn't want to talk about even if they was in the right mm-hmm. but yet you got your ass up and fucking walked away and so you left me on camera probably by myself doing an interview not to mention um you're also talking about um dudes that are gonna want to be known as allies right you know that's you know that's absolutely gonna uh well you know i'm an ally to the me too movement mm-hmm. i'm gonna wear one of those pins when it's coming to the emmys i'm gonna wear one of those pins on my lapel like I, I support women and shit well here was your chance you know this is some real shit and honestly the damage is done you know but this also tells you how big the system is right because olivia munn is prepared to take her career down for this like she said i might not act again just like because of this not because she's just going on a limb but also she's so disgusted but she's prepared to give up a career because you almost have to be to raise this and what happened is these men aren't prepared for that to be if we're being quite honest these men are like yeah i'm you know i just got in this game uh i've i know that me shitting on the studios like hit that's about to come out or movie that's about to come out if i'm associated with making this movie not pop up then uh i might lose out so now nah, i'm good right because you also telling me status quo and you're my co-worker mm-hmm. like like we actually work together right so you're my co-worker so let's say something else happened was being it odds are you gonna tell them i don't want to work with her that's mm-hmm. the, that's the first thing that's what you're telling me we'll never work together again yep and it's hard i understand like i think a lot of people look online really makes people seem braver and more woke than they are correct a lot of people go to work they're dealing with situations and it's involving a paycheck or a career and they're not nearly as brave as they appear to be on social media and some of the people that are brave like that they're in the position to speak the way they speak because they're brave and there's not a lot of people that share it it is not a trait that everybody has no it's not online though it seemed like everybody has like how i would have laid the hands on you know i wish this shit had happened in front of me i don't like i don't ever think about like oh i wish a motherfucker boy i i I just had this impulse inside of me it's like i don't know what i'm gonna do i'm actually kind of scared of the consequences of something happening in front of me and me being like i want to help this person i gotta be prepared to to take the cost of that because it's not free you know like so a lot of people actually just walk away because it's like it's not worth me getting involved yeah it's not brave if everybody would have done it come on like that's the thing we it's easy to talk about this utopian society where everybody's just fucking putting their life on the line for their fellow man and woman it's not true Mm-hmm. we've lived life we know it's not true it is very much the exception to the rule it's why i refuse to be one of these niggas that do the oh so because this white man said uh uh y'all need to leave this black person alone i'm supposed to give him a cookie i'm like i mean you ain't gotta give him a cookie but you also ain't gotta talk shit about the motherfucker right he did the right thing right how many and people keep trucking my life experiences told me people don't do the right thing no they don't so when someone does do the quote-unquote right thing i'm not gonna treat it like status quo because it ain't when we get there we can have the discussion of it ain't nothing special until then it's something special when i shit when that pregnant woman was getting harassed by that dude in the parking lot and another dude came up and defended her and they were strangers they didn't even know each other and he punched that dude in the face and the dude 
for some reason the old man did not believe he could get punched in the face i don't know what he thought he punched that black man in the stomach and that black man molly whopped him in his eye and he was like what are the rules to fighting and but the point being i'm thankful for dudes like that that step up and be like i don't know this pregnant black woman but uh i'll be goddamned if you about to do this in front of me come on because it's not common it, like it, we can't live in a world where in, well i don't want to live in a world where i can see that something isn't common and then immediately downplay the shit when it happens like it ain't shit because that's that's just too much i want to be mad at both people thing like right i want to be mad no matter how this unfolds well i don't fuck that shit thank you for the help when those white dudes got killed on that train you know i still mm-hmm. like i'm glad those black girls are there are still alive and it happened because those two white dudes was willing to die right you know i'm not gonna diss their memories or talk shit about Mm -hmm. them or talk about how that should be the status quo when i know it's fucking not right i know it's not so like that and i don't want no extra fucking like i'm super woke points for pointing out that well that's just how i should be like nigga people ain't willing to die for no fucking strangers that ain't normal no they're not fuck you talking about some of y'all wouldn't die for y'all fucking loved ones right some of y'all own kids <laughs> what are we talking about here right, some of y'all niggas wouldn't die for the person you married you talking about dying for a fucking stranger on the on a train because you just know right from wrong like that is some real shit that most people don't have within them so i understand all that to say i understand it's easier to be online and to diss these dudes and be like they weren't brave and what the fuck i understand that it's easy to take that shot that being said i don't think you can ever call yourself an ally of anything i don't think you can ever wear those fucking lapel pins i don't think um you can the, it took more effort to get up and leave than it took to sit there and say nothing right that's the thing you could have said absolutely and if somebody asked you you'd be like this is her situation i'll let her tell her story the end yeah i I mean there was one interview where she was talking and i can't remember if it's trevante rose or the other dude but they were like so y'all basically are gonna let her just kind of take this on by herself and he was like was she strong enough to do it by herself and it didn't feel like a compliment on some well she's so strong Mm -mm. we don't need to say anything it felt kind of like well she this what she want to do this her thing like they, like we weren't all on the set and this, now in all fairness she was the only principal actor in the scene with that dude right so so maybe they did feel a way about like i would be speaking on something i wasn't involved in but nigga you was involved in the movie you involved in promoting the movie with your co-star right now it's not just her thing you know so uh they let i mean i can't even say they let me down it's just it's just par for the course this is what people do because they scared to not get cast in another movie they're scared shane black won't you know do this they're scared the movie will tank which i'm like the movie gonna tank even worse because of y'all's reaction correct correct legitimately when i first heard this story i act listen y'all know i love impossible white man movies um and i love sci-fi and i also love movies about white people fucking with shit they ain't got no business fucking with uh predator is kind of all three um also <laughs> also the other thing i like when i saw the casting diverse cast it really Some was of my favorite actors trevante rose is in this sterling k brown is in this keegan michael uh key is in this joint um like these are actors i enjoy you know so i was like i really kind of want to see this movie um 
then the stuff with olivia mon saying they took this uh she it was a dude on set and he's a sexual predator and they took the scene out and i and that actually made me want to see it more i was like wait so fox was proactive in being like yo take this shit the fuck out of the movie what the fuck were you doing and i went okay well shit like i understand how a lot of people feel um emotionally about controversy they're like controversy happened i don't want to be i don't i don't want to be associated with all and i'm more like controversy happened how'd you handle it right to me that's more important right so no and you know this is not to take it back here and i'm not picking on you karen but it's kind of my papa john stance which is yeah well they did something about it what the fuck is the next step like <laughs> the next step is they go out of business like to me that's the opposite of what i want them to do no correct do the right thing and fire this nigga and then i will buy some pizza that, that's what i want to see i don't want to see well hey you know john just crazy no fire the nigga named john that is the fucking i don't give a fuck if his name and, and face is on the logo take him the fuck off and act like he died i don't give a fuck yeah they had to redo their boxes and shit because like his his pictures was on the fucking boxes right and i'm okay with it cost y'all a lot of money to do it and i know most companies wouldn't have and all that shit i don't care if you had to frame him for saying the n-word none of it bothers me no it does not i'm glad he's gone i will have a slice now that's my approach other people's approach is i feel bad that he ever said anything i'm angry and i'm never gonna fuck with them at all not knocking their approach totally just a totally different approach to life than i have mm-hmm. y'all took the scene out yes that that's what i want to see right you know what i'm saying more like, companies should do shit like that more details come out all of a sudden it's uh the, the co-stars don't want to do press with me y'all y'all weren't the pedophile why the fuck are y'all not doing press what y'all scared of y'all right. he's not even your friend right you weren't even in the scene it should be super easy for you to be like yeah fuck that nigga uh olivia all day what like yeah i, I wasn't in the scene like she she has more of a right to talk about this than i ever did yeah i, I agree with her that's all you gotta say because they gonna ask you because you sitting right there yeah i agree with her well i wasn't there but look i believe olivia i think it's important to support women and uh, uh yeah this should have never taken place there you go another reason you should have said something because shane black came out himself and had to issue a statement and he's like basically i was misled by my friend i didn't fully understand the extent of his crimes i basically just believed the story that he told me on some like oh it was just a misunderstanding blah 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 i now i've looked at transcripts because all this shit is publicly available mm-hmm. and i know the extent of how fucked up it was what he did he really was trying to start a sexual relationship with a 14 year old girl uh online yeah i should have never hired him and never been friends whatever right right and you know it's one of those things where you know i deal with the consequences he'll never work with me again yeah and if i was gonna do something like that i should have asked every actor on the set are you comfortable with this person being here and that was her thing and if you couldn't do that i think you have your fucking answer right if in your mind you thought to yourself i do not feel comfortable going to every person involved and saying so i'm gonna be bringing my boy on he's a convicted uh you know per, uh person that tried to start an online relationship with a 14 year old girl i'm gonna bring him on set for this scene where he street harasses olivia munn running down the street uh is everyone gonna be okay with that yeah dog no i'm, I'm actually not okay with that 
yeah i don't even know as the words came out of my mouth i realized no one in their right mind would be okay with that and i'm gonna go ahead and tell them go home i don't know what i was thinking you could have picked anybody off the street to do that role Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it was such an insignificant role they fucking cut it and i think he's done this in other like this is not the first time he's cast this dude it's not that's what people are saying it's not so at the premiere Munn said that her co-stars including Broyd Holbrook Javante Rose and Keegan-Michael Key all stood to give Black what appeared to be an ovation for, uh, to the at the beginning of the film um i look back and i see the guy standing up and i was just confused because i hadn't heard from them during the day everybody else is sitting down it wasn't like this massive standing ovation for him i felt it was still appropriate to clap and cheer but to actually make the gesture to stand up especially in this moment and privately i knew that no one reached out to me to say are you okay it did feel bad um yeah um the other thing about this is now even that kind of shit is up for discussion if y'all would have had her back it wouldn't have been but now you're clapping for this dude that you know did this horrible thing as if he's the beleaguered person here like oh we gotta have his back i mean shit he he almost fucked up the movie by hiring his pedophile friend like yeah sit your ass down there's nothing to clap for uh as the press duties have continued months said that her co-stars have canceled scheduled interviews with her another said walked out of she said walked out of an interview when the issue of the cutscene came up and see there's another thing doing you a favor by not saying your name people people skip on these little things like sure she allows us to speculate it could be any of these motherfuckers she didn't she doing someone a huge fig, favor by not being like and it was blank but you know what other people's in that fucking room somebody's seen that person walk out mm-hmm. it might be footage of it right when Munn decided to give a comment to the time she told smith she reached out to all her co-stars privately to encourage them to make statements of their own i wanted them to, to not be blindsided the way i was blindsided i encouraged them to put out a statement once the la times reached out to us Munn said i was surprised that none of them did again that's their prerogative right now the reality is that there will be people who wear times up pins say they support times up but they will be people in times up who aren't really down with the cause in an interview with tiff the los angeles times alongside mun and augusto aguilera rose said i wasn't disappointed in shane i was disappointed in the situation i'm happy that liz spoke up a representation for keegan michael key said in a statement keegan was never booked to do an interview with the hollywood reporter his last interview was scheduled after lunch which he completed he was always departing tiff early so he could be home to spend the jewish holiday with his wife furthermore keegan reached out to olivia privately last week to let her know how proud he was of her and echoed that sentiment in many interviews since then so it sounds like some people are trying to uh <laughs> sound like some people are uh offering some alibis it only leaves one more person because sterling wasn't there because sterling's filming this is us so start and sterling k brown of course like i, I started this uh put like a tweet an instagram post everything like i support her she's right uh uh the one thing that he said in the instagram post that some people took issue with but i actually agree with um and i think you know like i said kind of that black and white internet culture is kind of making people feel like you have to jump in and be on 10 but i think he said the right thing which is uh forgiveness is an individual thing and what can be forgiven is an individual thing so come on and that's true so because olivia munn said basically like i don't forgive people that harm animals or kids and he's like yeah i can't say what the fuck someone else should forgive what i can say is when you put someone like this on set 
you need to let people know so they can decide if they want to work with him or not that's reasonable and that's fair correct the idea of i have to forgive him or not for being that's some bullshit i like y'all pick that you know what i mean because it literally it's kind of like um i saw people people being like that wasn't uh good enough he should have said something else i'm like yeah but then there's other situations with mike vick why i know niggas forgave him yes they did but there's a lot of people that ain't never forgive mike vick and people mock them and they do like i was just on dogs i remember those days like people still feel like that right and so it's kind of that thing where it's like that is individual Mm-hmm. and that part you can't really litigate or legislate on the set nope you can inform people and that's the biggest part that part you can write down as a rule you can put that in stone that seems like the least that doesn't vary person to person nope because maybe they will say i work with them i don't know i don't know what that person will say right but they may have some stipulations yeah he can work here but he can only do the, like you don't yeah. never know I, I what if i won't bring my kid on set and now i didn't know that this dude was there and you was and he's only there because he's your friend correct and who knows if they were even truly on the set while he was there there was and students and to see the studios have their hands tied to a certain extent studios are legally limited in how much background they can do on certain people so like they can't because because obviously you can imagine if we're talking about criminal background checks and shit there can be some bias correct for certain people in certain roles i think that's not unreasonable to to say and i can see why the argument might be i don't want them looking in everybody's criminal background because they might be like well this nigga stole a tootsie roll in fifth grade we don't want this nigga on set um and just so happens this other dude is a pedophile and we're gonna keep him on set because we like him not to mention that you know a lot of y'all faves got records and shit so i don't know how that would work but the idea of informing people with some crime disagree just of who you working with and especially as you're the director or putting them on set as your friend come on dog and you knew right right and and i do believe shane black i do believe shane black when he said that dude probably told him a version of events that were that that were not true correct that's kind of what people that do heinous crimes like that do they tell you some some shit like oh you know it's just like um i bought a used computer or something just some some weird story where you're like okay so it wasn't what it seemed like it wasn't no to catch a predator shit nope nope it wasn't what you think it was just some just a crazy mix-up okay well i mean uh, he did six months in jail i guess i mean yeah i mean you probably got a hard time getting hired now man well you my friend i'll look out for you right and you know why he didn't look up anything else about it because he didn't care because it's a man and and that was his friend and that was all he needed and the vast majority of people are absolutely that way yeah they are it's it's, it's the same way that people with confidence say shit like yeah i know a couple men that was falsely accused of rape do you though do you for sure know that they were falsely accused do you or do you or those your friends and you do and you're just gonna take what they said at, at face value and not look any further into it like did you talk to the person that accused them did you see any court documents that said they were falsely accused and when you talked about convictions 
some of this shit is public record you can just go yeah. look at what exactly happened and what the state's evidence is audio and shit typed out right and you can be like oh no 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 this motherfucker did that shit and lied to me and then told me it was just some misunderstanding so i believe shane black absolutely took that man's word for it but partially because he didn't want to not take his word for it because then that means i gotta i gotta be responsible Correct. And, and ultimately it's stupid because you still end up being responsible right ultimately it's so stupid because you really can't plead ignorance to this shit because what are you gonna say i because the only excuse you can have is i didn't know at all and that dude ain't gonna let you get away with that first thing first person to talk to him he's gonna be like oh no nah, he knew i mean that's my homie he knew i told him and he said he was okay with it so i don't know why y'all getting on me and now we're gonna come right back to your ass like you said you didn't know so yeah man i total shit show by everybody involved pretty much um and hearing that the studio tried to cover it up and 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 then basically couldn't because she was like yeah i'm gonna keep talking about it um that's sad too because i really would have liked to see a proactive studio right and it might in it in gonna end up hurting it in the long run right uh boyd holbrook said i want to start by apologizing for the statement coming late in the current conversation i do not take any of what is going on lightly and i want to speak from the most honest genuine place possible i've stated before and i will state it again i'm proud of olivia for the way that she handled the difficult and alarming situation and i'm grateful that fox took the information seriously and took action swiftly it is true that i pulled out of a small amount of press on saturday so it was him i knew it i was wondering why them other people dropped them statements because i was like okay so it's only three dudes it could have been Travante was like, uh, I'll fuck with Liv. She's shit. Um, I, I'm proud of how she handled it. I, I was at, I was at the press conference. Uh, Keegan, Keegan, Michael Key was like, I wasn't scheduled to do afternoon. I went home and celebrated with my white wife and we did the Jewish holiday and, uh, that was scheduled. And so I didn't pull out of nothing scheduled. So, right. Anything scheduled. I, I was at all my events. So that leaves one more person. And then boy, like, yeah so uh man uh so i did pull out of a press conference um and but i'm so proud I, Ooh, and, and, my bad uh, my bad mm. boy is that egg on my face <laughs> mm, so I, I guess you heard the news huh i guess you heard <laughs> a little bird told you huh a little bird told you that uh some of us uh missed a couple events and shit oh yeah yeah it's crazy dog it's crazy me too um but yeah he said it's true that i put out a small amount of press on saturday as this type of social commentary is new to me and given the nature of the originating crime i felt further discussion could cause unwanted trauma and pain neither of which i wanted to incite to the anonymous young woman um i now realize that yeah i don't think there is an anonymous young woman i think it was i thought oh uh, maybe it was i don't know i now realize that my understanding of the situation was not the full picture and the last thing i want is for olivia to ever feel abandoned or alone we are in the midst of a very crucial important time and it's imperative we keep listening well that's a good statement after the fact after the fact <laughs> after he bowed out that's i guess it's a good statement if 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 i'm a person that's gonna leave you out to dry that's what i would say later so <laughs> um yeah that's wild and but uh, to another extent though you do have to give some level of credit to knowing what you don't know uh, yeah correct because everybody Cause don't only, know everything only thing worse than sitting in that interview and being uncomfortable 
or sitting in that interview or leaving that interview and leave letting her sit by did it do the interview by herself the only thing worse is being in that interview and saying some dumb shit did you uninformed on correct everybody forgets that part i think a lot of us you know live in an area where in an era where there's people are more expected to be social media savvy they're expected to be press savvy they're expected to know the right statements everybody ain't on that shit no they're not and a lot of motherfuckers are not living their life in no box so they just like they're like i ain't keeping up with the latest me too news or trends or topics or what to say what not to say and i know my dumb ass will fuck this up and be talking to my agent at five o'clock about how my career is done or how my you know i done fucked up the next project because i said well i was i heard uh 14 is the new 18 yeah. <laughs> you know some stupid yeah. <laughs> so stupid shit like that i was trying to make light you know I, I she was crying and shit you know i was trying to make a joke you know what i'm saying i just hopped in real quick it was like uh you know uh, uh people say that i have the maturity of a 14 year old so i guess it's not really being a pedophile and she did not laugh mm-hmm. and nobody every, in the room laughed everybody started booing and throwing tomatoes so right um, i didn't i don't know what happened anyway i guess i will not be starring in the remake of uh night rider anymore like yeah i can understand the pressure of i don't know shit about this so i left but like i said i don't think you're not gonna get no props for that shit and you know at best that's the bare minimum of you know i know i'm stupid so let me leave is the bare minimum i know i'm stupid and i guess he i wish more people would recognize that they were dumb and i guess when the other dudes didn't do didn't like when it wasn't like oh we're all abandoning her then he probably did feel stupid mm-hmm. um so yeah olivia must say i feel like i'm the one going to jail i didn't go to jail i didn't put this guy on our set i had his the scene deleted thank god honestly that there is social media it's the fans the news outlets that's confirming it to me that what i did was the right thing if i didn't have that feedback i kind of go a little crazy thinking why am i being treated like that Th- like this that's not okay to feel like the bad guy yeah that actually makes sense too because right. i guarantee you if it wasn't for fans telling her like hey um we uh you did the right thing and this there's nothing wrong with what you did who who else is gonna tell her that that was right hello the studio's uncomfortable the cast is uncomfortable the director hasn't even called her he 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 apologized publicly via like social media but he didn't reach out privately to be like yo i'm sorry so what reason does she have to believe that she did the right thing correct you know uh as the los angeles times originally reported Munn was tipped off that striegel was a convicted sex offender and notified fox on august 15th through the times though the time reports that uh the executives quickly worked to cut striegel's scene Munn told variety that the studio waited two days to tell her they take an action and in, the t- in that time she told them she didn't feel comfortable presenting at the vmas on august 20th unless the scene was cut getting a convicted sex offender out of a movie that has a global reach is extremely important but the reality of what i've had to go through in this process of just finding out is a crazy thing it's like i stumbled upon something and now i'm being chased by everyone and isolated mun has been working in hollywood for over a decade with recent roles in x-men apocalypse and oceans eight she's in oceans eight hmm i don't remember her in there when was she, maybe she was uh anyway <coughs> but she said her recent experiences made her consider leaving the industry altogether 
I oh, love a celebrity cameo somebody said oh, okay i love being an actor but if it comes at this cost who wants it who cares i'm so much more than who i am as an actor so many other things going on in my life i love it but they can take it if that's what it comes down to yeah it's sad you got to be at that point to to even say that uh, to get somebody that's really a bit actor taken out of the film correct and you're one of the stars like <sighs> stupid but anyway man um that's it for for trash this time um and yeah man like i said i i'm not a boycott person at all y'all already know that i've said it a million times on the show but this shit left a sour taste in my mouth and a film that i was excited about seeing now i'm like yeah i'll see it when i see it right you know i was kind of like oh a predator maybe they finally made you know a good um sequel because uh you know they never really made another to me they've never really made a bad predator movie for me like i've enjoyed predator one and two are classics yes i've actually seen both of them as much as a scared cat as i am now i was young i used to love scary movies i feel like not enough people saw aliens versus predator which is a goddamn shame i didn't see that um i want to say that's what it was i'm gonna google it real quick but the i think it was the first one or maybe it was the second one let me matter of fact let me google that real quick before i tell y'all the wrong thing because one of them alien vs predator is actually really good and it stars a black woman as the lead in the action movie and i'm like how am i the only nigga that that saw this movie and knows it's good because that's kind of ridiculous ah. so, um yeah i don't know it wasn't alien vs predator what was it um also there's more than one so there's 2004 um yeah um, um let me see i can't remember which one it was but one of these joint stars a black one 2015 it says sanaya latham sanaya latham started one yeah that's the one i'm talking about sanaya latham turns out to be i mean I guess spoiler alert but she turns out to be ah! um and she was good as fuck man like i was really surprised that um yes annihilate them in 2004 alien vs predator yeah that's the one so yeah i I, that movie's actually fucking good and kind of in the spirit of the other movies you know um none of the the other alien vs predator really just got out of control like rec realm wasn't that good to me um so uh but yeah but so anyway point being i was kind of excited this franchise is actually a kind of slept on franchise um and it's kind of held up over the years like you can still watch that danny glover joint and that schwarzenegger joint and they still hold up and and the sanai latham joint and then you get this diverse cast and this shit just this controversy has kind of ruined my buzz about it man so i probably won't be going to see it now right it's probably not even gonna make as much money as it probably would have now yeah and like i said a large part of that is because they wanted to avoid talking about the scandal they actually made it worse yes they did imagine if they would have just been like let's lean into this shit let's talk about it let's get it out there let's be let's be upfront about it and transparent we have there has to be a shift in what these scandals look like if because it's not that the scandals won't happen right the transparency in how you deal with them is what the change has to be correct you know and, the, and you had a chance to look so good on this mm-hmm. at least in my eyes i know a lot of people are not that nuanced and they would just be like well the fact that something happened was that's enough 
and and i and i'm not blaming them i'm not knocking them it's just a different way of looking at shit but you have now you got me and them going i don't want to see your shit so how's that better you know handle your shit all right we've been talking for quite some time um i'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up no uh no more games let's do a sword ratchetness and get out of here okay um hate to end on a somber note of the trash but whatever the trash can need to be cleaned out (laughs) right it was overflowing with trash y'all Um, a man with a samurai sword arrested during a break-in at Jamba Juice store. Oh, not the ain't that the smoothie place? Mm-hmm. I've never had one. All I know is just know it's a smoothie place. Well, it wasn't going too smooth when this motherfucker showed up. It sure wouldn't. They wouldn't blend well then, was they? He was chopping something up, but not fruit. Police responding to a reported break-in in a marina area Jamba Juice arrested two men, including one who was not involved in the store entry but was in possession of a samurai sword. Oh, shit. So he wasn't even involved in the crime. He just happened to have a sword. Around 4.15 a.m., officers responded to a report of a person smashing the window at Jamba Juice. When officers arrived, they spotted the man in the store, took him into custody at gunpoint. Meanwhile, another man who happened to be hanging around outside of the store was questioned by officers and arrested after he was found to have a samurai sword. Mm-mm-mm. oh so he was just walking by they were like you look suspicious wrong place wrong time wrong sword <laughs> come on uh my, hey next week we obviously we're doing a live show so we'll probably take a couple days off before we do the live show duh but also um next week sunday chris lambert is gonna be the guest yay and monday our girl hadia from the black ass podcast is gonna be a guest on the show yay hey been looking forward to that so if everything goes as planned we'll have those two guests next week and like i said definitely gonna take at least one day off mm-hmm. before the uh thursday show if uh assuming that you know the hurricane doesn't knock out all the power and all this shit so you know pray for our power and all that stuff thoughts and prayers for duke power and our internet and stuff so that we can continue to, to do the show for y'all i know y'all everybody ready to come we ready for y'all to get here too yep so we'll see you guys uh saturday for feedback assuming that everything's still standing i think it will be i hope so hopefully hurricane um go and get, i don't know go and get that get switch um well uh <laughs> hurricane Hur- pregnancy scare won't uh <laughs> hurricane i give your ass something to crap on <laughs> yeah hopefully that 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 shit will uh will leave us alone all right y'all until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.